Welcome back to another episode of The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Bronsilva, and today my guest is Nadia Murdoch, who's a movement and mindset expert. She helps entrepreneurial moms prioritize themselves through movement and getting in the right mental space, and she's also an entrepreneur herself. So this is one you're not going to want to miss. Check it out. So I was looking on uh, your website and you weren't always into fitness and mindset, right? This was sort of a pivot for you. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So, I mean, it's a couple, it's it's a while now, but my first, when I went to college, I wanted to do, I graduated with a BA in psychology and I thought I wanted to do forensic psychology. And then I got into the thick of it and I was like, oh, this is a little too much for me. So then um, I continued my journey, you know, doing odd end jobs. And then I fell in love with communications and PR. And that's actually what I got my master's in. Um, and so then I worked in that. I worked in events. I worked in PR, fashion PR, event planning. And but something kept bringing me back to fitness. Um, largely because I had my own hurdles that I was trying to overcome. Uh, After uh, college, I gained a considerable amount of weight that I just couldn't seem to shake off. And, you know, I was trying all these fad diets, the onion soup diet, I was miserable, I was depriving myself. And then um, I finally just said, okay, I'm going to join a gym. And I tried all the classes and I just found a love for it. I loved how it made me feel. And um, it kind of stuck with me. So then I started freelancing um, for examiner.com, if you may remember that uh, publication way back when. And I started reviewing fitness studios and taking classes and interviewing people like Billy Blanks and, you know, Jillian Michaels. and Wait, all the Tybo guy? Yes. <laughs> I his VHS tapes. <laughs> I know, exactly, right? Like, those were good. I used those too in my parents' basement. But like, yeah, I just started like really immersing myself in it. And I found that, you know, going to work, I always couldn't wait to come home and do stuff, something that was like fitness oriented. So then I got certified. And then um, in 2012, I launched my company, Nadia Murdoch Fit, after working with a business coach. And is it, so Nadia, when was your first child born? Because it seems like you also did another shift. Like, yeah. we can talk about that because you, it seems like you launched this fitness career and then maybe pivoted it again once you had kids. Because I know your yeah. platform really is about helping moms achieve their goals, not only exactly. like the fitness goals, but their mindset goals. So let's talk about that too. Yeah, for sure. So I feel like as I evolved, my company has totally evolved. And so I had my first son in 2016 and I was feeling... Um, like I was still into the fitness, but I feel like I wanted to touch into more of the mindset, right? Like I feel like the reason I started, it wasn't the reason that kept me there, right? The reason I started was to look good in a bikini and all this other stuff. But the reason that kept me there is that it kept me strong and it kept me feeling good and I was motivating people. So the first shift was in 2016 when I really started to focus more on mindset. And then actually I got certified in bar like a month before I found out I was pregnant with my son and I was just like oh I can't do this I'll just do it after I have him then I was like screw it I'm gonna teach so I taught six months on um to like two weeks before my due date and that's when I fell in love with bar and then I shifted again um it's so funny how my kids align with my career shifts I got certified in Matt Pilates in 2019 and then I found out I was pregnant with my second son just before the, the big pandemic hit. 
And so um, I got certified in cognitive behavioral therapy um, during the pandemic. And so then I really started to immerse myself more into the mindset and the body and how they're connected. So like that was something I always believed in with my BA degree in psychology and it just kept pulling me back. And it's just so funny how things come full circle. Um, so it's like the mind was just always something that was so prevalent for me in like my own journey and what I was teaching others. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. And by the way, you've been way busy. Like you had a baby and you got, a, you got certified and oh my gosh. So kudos to you. Um, Thank you. I do want to talk, cause I know you talk a little bit about mom guilt and for what I found just some kind of like researching your Instagram profile and what I know about you, I sort of discover that there are def- different layers of mom guilt, right? Like we have guilt for maybe not doing enough for our kids. We have, and then when I was looking at, you know, your profile and preparing for this interview, I realized like I carry a lot of guilt around myself, like not doing enough for myself. And I, I really do categorize that as mom guilt because, you know, I don't know, it was just not, not prioritizing myself, but really like wanting to. So can you talk a little bit about the mindset, the, that kind of mindset, or maybe that shift of like really, really wanting to like get on that bike or take that Pilates class or sign up for your bar class, but then just like never really doing it. Like, what is that, that, that gap there that so many moms are struggling with? Yeah. So I feel like you fall. it's like a pattern, right? And like, you're sort of conditioned. And so like, if you constantly are putting yourself second, it just becomes almost second nature. So when you try to do that shift of prioritizing yourself, that's when the guilt comes in. But I I like to, from my own personal experience, I like, I was not prioritizing myself, especially after my second son was born um, with the pandemic and we were all home and like, you know, my company. And then I could feel it in my body. I could feel it in my mood. I could feel it. I wasn't sleeping. And as soon as I, I was like, nope, nope, nope. You know, I started prioritizing my workouts outside of training others. I felt the shift. And like when I don't, and when I don't pour into my cup, I feel it. And, and they feel it too, right? My mood is altered and everything like that. And so I think as mothers, we're always so concerned about everyone else around us that we forget to be concerned with ourselves. And like, thinking way back when before kids or before marriage, when we used to like get our manicures or, you know, have a girl's night or whatever it is, remembering how that felt, you know, and like how, like whether you have kids now or you're preparing to have kids, it's always so important to remember that you have to pour into your own cup because you won't be a good businesswoman. You won't be a good wife, a good mom, because you're going to be depleted. You're going to be zapped. And that's what I really drive home. And people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when they actually start practicing it, and it could be small too, Bethany, like just a walk or maybe getting a cup of coffee, you know, or doing something you love. And I find that like, yeah, I got coffee in my kitchen, but I love going to Whole Foods and getting my coffee. It feels good. And I think that's important and we shouldn't stop doing things that make us feel good. Yeah. I love that. I've actually really sort of rediscovered the walk lately, like just being cooped up inside for so long and just realizing that just a walk around my neighborhood for like five or 10 minutes is really revitalizing. Yeah. I do want to talk about your program because it looks so interesting. Can you talk a little bit about how um, you designed it? Maybe keeping moms um, in mind and and what what differentiates it from all the other programs out there? 
Well, I think what definitely differentiates it is that I'm speaking, I was my first client in everything that I do. And once again, here I am, my own client, speaking my own truth and finding other women like yourself and me who are going through the thick of it, right? I can speak to it from a personal point of view. And I think that that re being relatable is so awesome, right? Like it's not a cookie cutter program. Like I can understand that you were up because your baby was teething, but you still want to get that workout in, but you're freaking exhausted. Um, and you haven't had water and you had coffee first. Like I get it. Right. And like having someone that gets you is just, it helps keep you accountable. Like, you know, we have a private Slack group in the program. People hop in like, Oh, I didn't make the workout today, but I did walk. And so that's just like, you know, people cheering each other on, sharing articles that they find about not being able to find a sitter so they couldn't do their, you know, it's, and I feel like motherhood can be lonely. You know, there's so many of us that are moms, but it can be lonely. And so having someone that can go along that part of the journey with you, along with your wellness journey, and they just get you, I feel like that's just a game changer. Yeah. I talk a lot about that. Like I sort of had kids as I was an only child. And when I had my first um, child, I thought, oh my God, she's gonna be great. I have my little buddy. I'll never feel that sort of loneliness or isolation again. And I was so isolated and lonely in those first few months. And I, um, so I really do like the idea that it's not just a fitness class. It's sort of like this community that you're creating. And I think that's so important now more than ever. I mean, yeah. for, you know, the isolation really has sort of been upped in the last, you know, few years, especially if you're a new mom during yeah. the pandemic. Um, my next question is, what would you tell a mom? And we sort of touched on this a little bit, but, you know, so many moms are struggling mentally, physically, and emotionally. So what would you tell a mom who's really like in the thick of it right now, feeling really low down about maybe the way she looks, the way she feels? Um, yeah. what, what would you tell her? Uh, it's funny because a client just, we just had a conversation about this after our last session. And I feel like it's important to remember these feelings are not permanent, right? You feel this way now, you won't feel this way forever. And I think sometimes when we're in the thick of it, it feels like this is the rest of my life. And I feel like getting the scope, getting a handle on the fact that this is just temporary really helps to start to pull you out of that rut. I think finding a community, finding someone you can speak to. When I was um, going through it just like a month ago, I reached out to a friend. She's like, me too. And just knowing that someone else is going through the same exact thing you're going through and being okay about talking about it too, right? Like I feel as moms, we feel we have to put this superhero front on, you know, especially if we're running a business and we've got the kids, we have to always be prim and proper and perfect. And I think just being vulnerable, I mean, that word has been really overused, but it's true. And I think that that vulnerability allows you just to, you know, relax your shoulders and just be you. And I think that is the most important part because there's so much pressure on us to do everything. Remember the show and tell, remember the lunch, no peanuts, you know, like you know, all this stuff. And it's like, it's a lot. And then you've got a business to run too, right? Because you can't, you can't stop doing what makes you happy too. So I think just remembering whatever it is, whatever you're dealing with, that it's just temporary and that um, be okay with being open you know, and you'll, you'll know who your person is that you can be open with non-judgment and turning to that person. And honestly, therapy was a game changer for me after I had my second son, 
it's really been helpful just to really put things in perspective. I always say a coach needs a coach. And um, I think that just being open to that um, opportunity of working on your mental health. I'm really glad you said that because I still think there is a tiny, maybe not even a tiny bit, but a stigma around, you know, moms getting some outside help. I always say that postpartum is not just those first six months or even yeah. that year. I, I, my kids are nine and six. I feel like I'm still in that postpartum period. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah. My mind isn't the same body emotions. Nothing is the same. <laughs> yeah. And we don't talk about it, right? Right. Like we don't talk about like if, if we birth a human. When I start to, when I when I'm like, oh my god, like the after my first son, I was like, I have a stretch mark. Like I, I laugh at myself from that. But I have a I, we birth a human, Bethany. Like just think <laughs> about it. So I just think that we don't pat ourselves on the back enough about what we've done. Like that's a lot, and then still. You know, if we're working moms or whatever we're doing and still doing it all for the house and yourself, it's a lot. Yeah. All right. My final question. So your business is all about helping entrepreneurial moms, but you're also an entrepreneur yourself. So let's talk about that because I know this is like a, a lot of moms have business ideas or, you know, products that they're trying. So give us some tips on how on running your business and managing everything else. And maybe you can even give us some insight into those early days of, you know, how it was starting up. Yeah. I'll start with the early days. So, um, going back to having a coach, like I kind of, I always knew I wanted to do something with fitness outside of just working at a local studio. I always knew I wanted to reach people at a grander scale. So I got a business coach and, um, it was, it was just a game changer. Sabina, uh, like really put everything into perspective for me. Well, let's, and let's shout her out. <laughs> Sabina Hitchin, founder of Press for Success. She, before she even found Press for Success, um, she was running her small business coaching business. She's the one that helped me get on TV, get in, um, you know, self magazine, women's, you know, women's world, all that good stuff. E television. Um, and these are things that I never thought I could attain. And so I feel like that set the bar for me. And I always knew that I wanted to continue to reach people, women at a grander scale. And so from that, it got difficult, Bethany. I'm not going to lie. Cause as I got married, I'm like, okay. And I was still working a, a full-time job. So I went from full-time to part-time and then slowly it was just my business. I was like, I have to pour my whole entire soul into this. Um, and then like just learning along the way, like anything in life, trial and error, figuring out what I can, most importantly, delegating responsibilities to other people is very hard, but I have learned to do that. Um, and also investing in myself and investing in my business. Cause sometimes we're like, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then it's like, oh, you can't do everything. Right. <laughs> so learning when to outsource, um, has been pivotal for me and also, stepping out of my comfort zone, right? Like I'm not going to reach the people that I want to reach if I keep staying in a comfort um, an area that I'm comfortable in. So, you know, pushing myself in that dynamic too. Did I answer your question? <laughs> yeah, no, of course. this has been so great. I think, you know, I think the key takeaways from our discussion is really like, it's okay to ask for help. I mean, that's sort of what exactly. I'm hearing, whether it's, you know, with, with a therapist or for your business, you know, moms, we love to take it on. And, you know, even, even with little things around the house, you know, like yeah. ask for help. It's okay. And that's really sort of what I'm taking away from this conversation with you. Um, 
Nadia, where can people find you? And of course, where can they sign up if they want to take your class? <laughs> oh, yes. Perfect. You can find me on Instagram at Nadia Murdoch. And in my link in bio, you'll find all the information for my classes. And my website is NadiaMurdochFit.com. Awesome. All right. You just got a new client. So I'm really, <laughs> I can't wait to get started. And thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, this is really, really an invaluable conversation. So I appreciate it. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much, Bethany.